0: Yeah, it's not my opinion, it's not vetted, it's not like
1: Exactly, I didn't not, say it. that's what I thought finished. I was just saying words and seeing what your reaction was going to be I, I can do that See, I can separate myself from I, things uh-oh. that I say I'm very sociopathic like that I feel like this Scotch is also and water. a indictment on my character Damn, <laughs> light on you? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we don't have a spotlight, no one's interrogating you yeah. There's nothing typed to read <laughs> There's not a goddamn stenographer in this movie.
0: (laughs) Is there? Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Well, maybe. Hold on.
1: All right. Can you hear yourself over there? I can. Okay. All right. So, um... So we have our second edition here of a Ripley talk. Tell us
2: about it, Ripley. Yeah, so I got five truths of the health and fitness industry. And so number one, food conditioning. And what's food conditioning? Conditioning is when you're trying to teach people or an animal or a plant how to do something. And so in America, they, co- they condition you about food as soon as you're born. Yep. With the McDonald's, with the sweets, with the toys and all that kind of thing. I'm not too. saying it's necessarily a bad thing i'm just saying it's a thing where they're trying to push all these chemicals and marketability and products like what is a food product is it food i mean i don't know sometimes it is sometimes it's not if you look at the ingredients it's all these chemical words all these gigantic letters and all these things and you're just told oh you know this is what that is you know citric acid you know that's just you know from from plants and it's okay but in reality, it, those are chemicals that are derived in laboratories. They're made by scientists. They're for preservatives. Like we were talking earlier about the uh, you know juice going bad in a couple of days versus juice going bad in a couple of weeks. And for most people that live here, they've never been anywhere else. That's perfectly normal because they don't know any better. They don't know that the orange juice is a little bit more yellow. You know, instead of just being this bright orange color, you know, they don't know what like true grass fed beef is because all of the beef we have is antibiotics and hormones and corn and all yeah, that. They're, they're from slaughterhouses. Yeah. And there's some slaughterhouses too. So they're not taken, they're not taken care of properly is what I'm saying. If you go to different countries, you'll see that it's all like farm to table, locally sourced. It's all really good. And so the, the health and fitness industry kind of like spins a lie in terms of food conditioning because they try to paint a picture of what's healthy and what's not healthy. And the truth behind it is that while, yeah, some things are bad for you, you can have them in little tiny doses, you know, and it's okay. You know, everybody, you know, it's like it's not a bad thing to have a soda every now and then or some alcohol or whatever. It's not a bad thing. It's like it's all about like like mass consumption. And once you start realizing like corn syrup is in every single product, that means all you're eating is corn syrup. All you're eating is the same things over and over again, and you're really not getting a wide variety of nutrients because all the food products are only made of five different things. Mm -hmm. So conditioning is probably the it's definitely one of the most important things because it sets up all of these others because they try to spin these lies to you because it's like if they told you the truth about food and fitness and well-being, well, they don't make any money. That's true. That's that's what I find so crazy about this country: the weight loss industry. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> the weight loss
0: industry,
2: <laughs> like that, means they're just spinning so many. Like, it, like the thing of about food conditioning that I'll go more in depth about is like dieting. Hmm. Dieting is like that's a bad word because you're restricting your nutrients you're restricting like you you don't even you don't even know what you're doing to your body and so what ends up happening is like if you're like purely vegan let's say you're not getting all the nutrients you need if you're purely carnivore you're not getting all the nutrients you need we're omnivores we have to eat a very wide variety of foods plant-based but at the same time we can have meats, we can have shellfish. we can have all these different types of nutrients so that we can have a very healthy, quote-unquote, diet. But once you start seeing all these, like, oh, Atkins and South Beach, <laughs> and all of that's just a scam so that it puts your body into, like, a state of distress. And so, yeah, you're going to lose weight, but then you're just going to put right. it right back on.
0: Yeah, your body it goes into shock. It's like, I'm not getting the appropriate nutrients it starts going through the fat deposits to make sure it gets what it needs. Exactly. And then when you go back to your regular diet, it's like, well, i got to replenish the stock, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. So your body is just, you're just fluctuating all of the time. I mean, do I know what it, like... W- Like, what percentages of whatever you're supposed to be to be healthy. I mean, I think all of that's just subjective, in my opinion. You know, we're supposed to be humans. You know, we we can't be, like, these perfect cut Adonis, (laughs) like, 2% body fat. You need body fat. You need protein. You need... You can't just ignore these things and that's the problem with diet is that you need a balance and that's kind of the next part is energy stored versus energy used and that kind of goes into proteins fats and carbohydrates Mm. and you like I was saying before you need all of those you can't just cut out fat and be like I'm healthy now or cut out carbs and say I'm healthy now it doesn't work that way because They do different things. They do have different jobs. Like carbohydrates are supposed to like give you that energy so you can start up. Protein is the building blocks that help build your body. Fat is long-term energy. And it's also fats are what make pretty much all of our proteins bind together. And so if you look at the diets that say, Oh, you gotta stay away from bread. You gotta stay away from that. Well, bread has a ton of protein in it. Like you have, if you have peanut butter sandwiches, you're getting a lot of protein because the bread, I mean, it's not a lot, but it has some. But if you cut out carbs, you know, you're cutting out that protein source too because you say, oh, that's bad. Mm -hmm. And that also goes into, you know, food conditioning. What's good and bad? Well, like I said, energy stored versus energy used. Mm -hmm. So if you're using carbohydrates and you're working, that's not gonna ever turn into stored fats. Ever. If you're using your carbohydrates like immediately, you're never going to have like the negative effects of carbohydrates. Mm. And it's the same thing with fats. If you're eating the proper amount of fats like avocados and things like that, you're getting, Mm -hmm. you're, you're building healthy cell walls you're building healthy skin you the people always want to say oh it's only protein that's doing that but in reality it's the fats that are doing all the work because you need those fats and if you don't have those fats guess what happens your body starts consuming uh, muscles so Mm -hmm. that it can break down your muscles so it can do the job of fats because if you don't have them eh, well too bad And if they're stored, like if you have stored body fat, it takes longer for that to break down for it to be used. So they kind of like spin these lies about, oh, you can't have this or that because, oh, carbohydrates just turn into blubber or you can't have the fats because, you know, you become lazy or something. I don't even know what they say about it anymore, but it's all about having like a proper balance of the three things. You can't have more than, I mean... You can't have more carbohydrates than you need. You can't have more protein than you need. You can't have more fat than you need. So it's like, it's all about just figuring out how to use the energy and store the energy because you need to store fats because like, what are you going to do in your sleep? You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you need energy in your sleep too, but if you're eating carbohydrates and things like that, you're not actually using the carbohydrates. Fat yeah. But if you have fat, that's what your body uses as a resource same thing with the proteins. so they kind of spin these lies about what's good and bad and what the fats do and what the proteins do and uh, at the end of the day they work together in harmony to create a system for you 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 can't you can't ignore one or the other and so number three i have on this list is posture posture is something that they really don't talk about in health and fitness enough in my opinion because Blood flow and circulation is paramount. And so my problem is I'm sitting all the time, so I kind of like slump over. I mean, but so what I do is I try to just like lay down and try to stretch out. Mm. I have a backboard where I'll hang upside down and things like
0: that. Walk a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and lay
2: down stretch out. Make sure you stretch out. Yeah, stretching is very important. Yeah, and so, I mean, you think about it, that's something that anyone can try to do. Just having a little bit better posture, and they just, they, 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 they you can't make money off of that. You, you tell someone, hey, walk with a good posture, stretch, drink water, that doesn't make anybody money.
0: <laughs> right, because they can do it for free. What do they need you for? And so but that's actually. Have you seen online the ads where it's like a strap thing that you you wear on your chest, yeah. it like wraps under your arms and like connects to your back, and it's supposed to like pull you back. Yeah, it's I've like it's there. like a like a stretchy yeah. thing you wear around your shoulders and your back, and it's supposed to like force you to have a better posture. Yeah, and they sell them for like thirty bucks a pop. Yeah, they're super
2: expensive.
0: <laughs> so it's like I mean, you could just focus your mind on having a better posture, but if you need. To buy this product, so you don't have to think about it. It's only thirty bucks.
2: <laughs> and yeah, and then how? And is that really teaching your body good Ab- posture? Absolutely not. You're just dependent
0: on now. You need. You need it. You exactly. got to wear it. When it when it breaks and it gets old and it wears out, you got to buy a new one. And you're a customer for life. That that's true.
2: <laughs> so like yeah, posture is definitely. It's something that like hear hear me out on this everybody's going to struggle with it i struggle with it the people that are healthy struggle with it it's gravity gravity's trying to compress us mm-hmm. and turn us into little tiny blocks we don't want to do that so it's just My best advice is just to, like, hang from, like, a pull-up bar, if you can, or to walk with a good posture.
0: We got one of those inversion tables where you,
2: like, lock in your feet and
0: you, like, flip over.
2: Yeah, I got one of those, too. They're awesome. Yeah. It really helps a lot we haven't used it very much but like it's cool
0: i i didn't do the full you know like the i don't know the degree number but i didn't do the whole the 180 right the 180 i might have done like the like the 45 degree angle yeah yeah and even that i was like freaked out
2: I was
1: like nah i'm, I'm good <laughs> let me down like,
2: <laughs> yeah that that definitely helps me with my sitting correcting my sitting posture is the the inversion table i have it in the garage we can go look at it but uh yeah, just uh, just try simple things, simple solutions to and it's gonna just open up a whole new world. Once you have better posture, once you have better blood flow and understanding of what food is and you know, the synergy between fats, proteins, and carbohydrates, that like really opens up doors for you to then progress your health because that's something that the health and fitness industry doesn't really talk about mm-hmm. is like the progress to getting to be fit they're always saying just do this and you'll just immediately go well no it's a step-by-step process right. you have to correct your posture first you have to correct your diet you have to correct these little things first before you can get into like running or weight lifting or extreme exercise like uh crossfit or whatever mm. like you can't just jump into those things especially like if you think of someone that's You know, fifty years old, and they might be you know pre-diabetic or something like that. Your joints aren't used to that kind of stress, right? And so it just—it's a slow process of just doing those little corrections, and then over time, you have it good. And that's something they don't talk about.
1: I would also suggest going to the chiropractor and getting your my spine aligned and adjusted at least once. Do you really believe in these chiropractors? Yeah, I've seen people with arthritis and back troubles get their back like aligned and adjusted. Uh I've watched videos as well on it, too. But but actually knowing the people that go get it.
0: So you know people in the
1: first person that have benefited? Yes, I do. I know two people who actually have suggested to me to go do the thing. I just haven't done it. But here I am telling you to go do it. So there you go. I'm going to, though. I feel like I'm a bit biased because when I was in
0: high school uh i was involved in a car accident my mom was driving me to school it was like 10th grade you know and we were at a stop sign and these cars like collided with each other in the intersection like in front of us and when they collided they forced like they were pushed toward our direction so they hit they hit the shit out of us um i was in the passenger seat they hit us on the left side so i didn't really nothing happened to me i was fine but uh, I guess my mom said she had been hurt. Whatever, you know, for the insurance purposes, we went to chiropractor. <laughs> it was just that was the insurance required it, you know. Uh, and I remember her telling me before we went, it's like just just tell him you have pain, or just tell him you know this or that,
2: whatever. Like let's
0: get our money's worth. Like put you part of the claim.
2: Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What my. What I would have to say about chiropractors is there's bad ones out there. Most of them are bad. The impression I got is right. They're crooks.
0: They're 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 out here bullshitting for money.
2: But what Switzerland's talking about, the alignment, that is the good part about them. Because if they can get you aligned and then tell you, like, hey, do these stretches, do these workouts, and that will give you your strength because your muscles determine where your bones are. And so if you do that strength training, do those stretches... You'll eventually maintain more of that alignment. So, but if they don't tell you that, you know, that's another thing about the health and fitness industry. They kind of lie to you about like, you know, the process of it of getting healthy. They right. say like, hey, you can just it's get... A qu-
0: it's a quick fix.
2: Yeah, they, they'll tell you the quick fix, but in reality, it, it takes stretching. It takes um, months. um, it takes training. It takes just patience and just doing just like doing the right thing little doing it right and just doing it little by little and then over time like i say like if you just walk and that's it with like a good posture if you just do that you're gonna live so much longer
0: I, I feel like all these, like, weight loss and fitness and all this whole industry, right? I feel yeah. like all of it would be so much better served if they could do, like, a legal requirement of three months of earnest participation yeah. in the program before anyone could make any kind of, like, defamation suit and say, you know, like, that their shit sucks. You know, like, <laughs> just you got to give it an earnest 90 days. Yeah. Otherwise, just shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: And so we've we've talked about, you know, like the truth about food, energy mm. stored, energy use, posture, food conditioning, and there's all these different things about it. Another thing I wanna talk about, the truth about food, is if you look at white bread versus wheat bread, you'll understand that economy and like grocery stores and things like that, they kind of are spinning a narrative. It kinda of goes back to food conditioning. White bread takes more money to make than wheat bread, and yet wheat bread is three times the price. Really? Yeah. Have you not seen that?
0: I didn't know the the difference in cost of production, but I have seen the difference in price. Yeah. In yeah.
2: It, it costs it costs about twenty five to seventy five percent more to make white bread because they have to bleach the grain. Wow. So depending, if you're a big manufacturer, you know it's not that much of a price. But if you're a small was, company, yeah. that's a pretty big deal. And so. The grocery stores kind of spin the narrative of what, oh, this is cheap food. This is not cheap food. Well, you have to look at it as like, look, they're buying in such gigantic quantities that all of it is cheap to them, so that then they'll pass the all that money on. So like think about this. Like if it costs them. 20 cents an avocado and they sell it to you for 80 that's that's a 300 percent markup that's
0: a good markup yeah more than 300 yeah
2: yeah and so it's the same thing with wines and restaurants you go and buy a 964 bottle of wine i guarantee you it's probably only 200 Damn. so it's like they're spending these lies because it's like they the grocery stores and i'm not saying all restaurants do it but a lot, a lot of them do, and it's really not their fault because it's set by
0: the market. It's
2: set by the market. Right. They're victims of it as well because it's like
0: they can't sell too low of it, or people will just assume that are just correct. like putting in fake ingredients. Exactly. And
2: shit, right. So, it, it in the there's so many middlemen in food industry that it's like you're paying this guy, you're paying that guy, you're paying, and it's like okay, that makes sense in terms of logistics, but. Once you start to break it down that it doesn't need to be that way at all, especially like considering that, you know, buying like a truck these days isn't that expensive. If you really think about it, it's like if these smaller companies and food producers just kind of like co-opted together and kind of built their own logistics companies. They could probably just sell directly to the customers, completely skip the middleman, and actually end up making more money because they could charge more for it. Because if they're bulk selling to grocery stores, they have to have low prices or they can't sell any of their products. And that's bad. It's bad to have food waste. It is. Food is a perishable.
0: They have to be shipped in refrigerated containers.
2: Exactly mm-hmm. and so the grocery stores kind of have a stranglehold on a lot of producers because if the if they can't get their products out then they're just sitting on compost damn
1: yeah
2: you gotta
0: you, you have to develop a new client facing model exactly it, it can't say in grocery stores grocery stores are a thing of the past there has to be new. Ideally, it would have to be delivery service, right? You just go on a website, you pick your groceries out, and they're all delivered to you. And ideally, you have everyone doing that, and you're able to make efficient routes.
2: Yeah, exactly. And then you you could have, like, you know, like, kind of, like, warehouses that deploy, Mm -hmm. like, trucks. And it's like, okay, you go to this neighborhood, you go to that neighborhood, and then... I mean that's that's kind of like what Amazon's trying to do. They're trying to revolutionize like how logistics are done. That,
0: that's why they bought Whole Foods. <clears throat> exactly, they know, they're not fools. They know yeah, what they're doing. They know
2: what they're doing. Mm. And so, number one, the most important thing about the health and fitness industry that they do not talk about at all is stress. Ooh, stress.
0: I was about to say when you were talking about posture, I was like, <laughs> should I interrupt him? Like.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> stress will make you do weird shit believe me oh yeah you'll, you will you, if you're too stressed out you won't care about any of these things oh, yeah. make ba- you you'll make bet you want to buy
0: bad choices
2: <laughs> <laughs> and so this is a kind of like a vague thing because it's really gonna come down person to person on what that really means I guess what I'll, I'll start with my personal de-stressing story. And so it's like my father caused so much stress in my life that I was, you know, I was having some severe health issues because of it. And so, you know, once we stopped talking, it, you know, as, as bad as that sounds, yeah, I, I understand that it's like a lot of people are very family oriented, but if your father is causing that much stress in your life, is that a good thing to have around you? If they don't care about your well being and they don't care, understand that like what they're doing to you, I mean, as a kid, yeah, okay. Look, there's nothing you can do. But once you become an adult and they don't want to like, they don't want to have consideration this, for you. This is that's this, different. This is
0: a very subjective, yeah,
2: subject. Like, it, is. It, it is. It is very, very particular
0: subjective. to every person
1: and exactly. their father.
0: And some people have great relationships. Yeah. Some people have fucking god awful relationship
1: I think it is the, the the yes the immediate topic but the overlying like over arch of it is not at all everyone has their own
2: yeah I'm, d- I'm just saying text. this was my personal demon overarching mm. theme I'm not saying that's everybody's demon I'm just saying personally for me my life got so much better. Now I'm able to do more things. I'm able to help more people. I'm actually able to live my life instead of like having to worry about someone that doesn't care about me. I, I kind of feel like I
0: empathize with you because I feel like once my parents die, I'll be so much more free to do what I want with my life. You know, like not not that I'm not now. It's just kind of like out of reverence out of the previous generation. You kind of just want to, you know, do right by them. Yeah. You know?
1: Since they work so, you feel like it kind of hinders your growth because yes, not only are you living your own life, but you're kind of living for them. A continuation. They're sort of of, uh, living vicariously through you because yes,
0: I want them to feel good about how their lineage will proceed after their death
1: because it's like oh, look at my son, he or daughter, he went here, she went there, or she did all of this stuff. Look how proud I am, and everyone's like oh, you and I feel
0: like most people deal with that, and I, I. I feel like that's an yeah. advantage that orphans have that no one ever talks about.
2: That's an advantage that orphans have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I mean, is. I was adopted, so I I kind of have like half of that advantage just because I was kind of. It's, like, it, yeah.
1: it's just
0: it's it's an uh, it's a lack of clarity on what you're supposed to do, so it frees you up to do pretty much anything you want. Like yeah. most people that have parents, like they learn their parents want up to know that what they want, what they expect. They the parent themselves may be stronger or weaker in their implementation of trying to like influence you into doing what they want, but they all have an idea, a a, a picture of what they would like their children to be like. And we all have to, and we all have to contend with that. Yeah, I agree. As opposed to the orphans that, Kind of have a blank page, you know. that they're able to just kind of carve their own path. It's yeah. it's a little more. I don't want to. I, I it's, not, it sucks. I'm not saying yeah. it's a positive, but it's just it's something that well, people it's, don't talk it's about. It's
2: one of like yeah. There's negatives and positives. That's right. what we're tr- we're trying. We're not trying to say like this is specific to anybody this is just like what almost everybody kind of has to deal with is like the pressure of like your parents. Mm-hmm. For me, uh, it, it's a little different from that. I won't go into it. Um, it, for me it was a lot more violent. So it's like for most other people, it's really going to be more kind of like what you're saying with the expectation with it. Mm-hmm. But for me it was like literally like not even like, it wasn't that so moving on from that everybody has their own personal stress Mm -hmm. and it's all about mitigating it it's all about having kind of like a cost benefit Mm -hmm. is the stress you have worth it because there (laughs) is stress that's worth it there is believe me like Uh, my nieces my brother my mother like it's totally worth it but it's like i know for somebody it's not so it's like there's, you have to
0: there's you know, a lot of yeah. schools of thought on this exactly. like it's,
2: it's not there's no one definitive answer. there's no and, and i think it <laughs> if you are a person that really is struggling with stress just try a bunch of different stuff give it some give it a good shot though don't do don't, some yoga yeah yoga don't don't Scott. half-ass it but if it's not working just move on to something else because it it, it's not gonna do you any good to like sit there and reminiscing and and pondering and ruminating about things that you can't do instead think about the things you can do Mm -hmm. and then that will lead you into get like I was saying with the other stuff it's just doing little things little steps and then boom the doors will open as soon as you do them
0: I feel like that's an underlying like Truth that a lot of people don't want to accept is that a lot of like human impotence is just derived from trying to change things that we really have no power over. Yeah. Yeah. It is just you know we just want
1: to think it's like a movie or like a story. That's kind of what that Rocco, that last Rocco's line of life was sweeter about because he was Uh, freaking out about changes around. He was freak. It was like there's no reason to freak out. Things are gonna change. What are you gonna do to adapt to those changes? Right. You can sit there crying the whole time. The only
0: thing you control is your reaction to those bad things. Exactly. Bad things are gonna happen. People are gonna
1: say things. Right. How do you react
2: to that? Is what people
1: judge your character on.
2: Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. You know, it's you have control of what you have control over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, there's there's so many other things we could talk about the health and fitness industry even though it seems so oxymoronic to say <laughs> that. Um we could go on and on it's, about uh, pretty much anything there's so much we could cover with this i think uh food conditioning energy stored energy use posture uh, figuring out the truth about food marketing and stress. And if we can really just think about these things, I think that's a really good starting point for most people.
1: If you have any questions about nutrition or anything like that, you can hit up us with at gmail.com and we'll give you some more insight or articles or whatever information you need. This has been another edition of a Ripley Talk. Thank you very much for tuning in. Good night.